We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to the Lindley Evans Music Studio at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover, and this week, with the music, it's our very own Christine Anu. And our panel, Subby Valentine, Tommy Dean and Kitty Flanagan. And our audience this week, who are drawn from Wagga, 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 Wagga and Goulburn. Although it's cl- unclear whether from Wagga, 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 it means there's only two people from yeah. Wagga or five. <laughs> or actually, how many have we got? Fourteen people from Wagga. So uh, let's get going, as always, with the news from nowhere. Trying to slow my descent into alcoholism, I've decided not to drink during the week. The result is that each Friday night, in about 55 minutes' time, I rush at the bottle with the snarling desperation of a starving lion that has finally slipped his tether and feasted on a passing springbok. I spy an isolated bottle of Barossa Shiraz sitting out on the kitchen bench at home. Somehow it's become separated from the pack. There is a short struggle involving the element of surprise. I go for the neck. And soon enough, the red stuff is flowing. Attenborough himself would turn away in horror. It's true I give the bottle some punishment, but by this point, I haven't had a drink since Sunday, which, if you let me count up the days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, adds up to about three years. (laughs) My real problem comes during this midweek period when I'm trying to suppress the urge to drink. I'm on a 12-step program. Every few minutes... I take 11 steps towards the fridge and then somehow reassert self-control at the last minute. I also find it difficult to watch movies as all I now notice is the drinking. At one point, I find myself watching Tristram Shandy, a Steve Coogan comedy based on the book by Lawrence Stern. Even the title has a drink in it. Shandy. We're two scenes into the film and already the cast are drinking heavily. Steve Coogan orders a vodka and tonic in almost every scene. The woman who plays his wife appears to have a liking for champagne, which she sips from an attractively frosted glass, surrounded by a merry band of drinkers who, I'm not imagining this, smack their lips after every slurp. (laughs) It reminds me of the time we were renovating and trying to decide on a new kitchen. Suddenly, in films and TV shows, all I could see were the bench tops. The criminal would beat the victim to death, repeatedly slamming his head into the granite bench top. And all I could think was, well, let's see how easy it is to wipe the blood off that surface. <laughs> He'd then remove a knife from the knife block, plunge it into the victim's heart, and I'd think, those knife blocks, they really do keep things sharp. <laughs> now it's the drinking that monopolises my attention. The weekend edition of the newspaper appears to consist entirely of wine advertisements offering Kunawara Shiraz at prices it would be criminal to ignore. The novel I'm reading 
features a hero with a liking for Russian vodka served neat. If I flipped open the 20-volume Oxford Dictionary, I'm convinced that chance would reveal the entry for Shiraz. Noun, a variety of black wine grape particularly delightful when consumed right about now. Keen to be of assistance, my wife hunts out a large quantity of high-grade dark chocolate, which she feeds to me at regular intervals, employing techniques she mainly uses to train the dog. Good boy, she says, whenever I return from the fridge with just a glass of soda water. Now, here's a lovely treat. I am a good boy. I take the preferred chocolate gently. I hardly ever snap at her fingers. I sit quietly until the next treat is offered, gently panting. I consider rolling over, inviting her to scratch my tummy. During the course of the week that follows, whole blocks of chocolate are consumed. If I stick to this new regime, I'll go to my death with a perfect liver, but weighing 293 kilos. (laughs) It will be very easy to stop drinking, as I will no longer fit through the turnstiles at Liquorland. This overconsumption of sweets is also giving me pimples. I feel like I'm 17 all over again, a non-drinker with acne. Maybe abstinence will bring back the rest of my life at 17. I'll wake up with pimples, a tie-dyed T-shirt and a girlfriend who hates me. Jocasta suggests an after-dinner walk to take my mind off it all with an extra-large treat of chocolate when we return. It's hard not to get overexcited. I run around in circles, snapping in the air, panting vigorously. I I feel clear-eyed and energetic and I'm so much looking forward to my treat. Life, it strikes me, is good. And that's the news from nowhere. Uh, We have Tommy. Tommy, Kitty, welcome. Thank you. Richard, that made me so sad, that story. Mm, Yeah. Because the idea of dark chocolate being a treat is just, oh, that is a punishment, dark chocolate. Oh, you think I should have gone for the, yeah. It's disgusting. What? Well, I'm, I'm only talking 70%. I'm not talking the... Oh, 70%. Come on. That's 70% <laughs> disgusting. And the, the irony is, of course, the, the best way to eat your 70% chocolate is with red yeah, wine. You realise that, don't you? <laughs> that's where the theory like, falls completely yeah, to the ground. That's when it's rubbish by itself. With red wine, it's all right. But it makes me sad because I've never really been a drinker, so I just feel like I've missed out on so much reflection. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much I could have learned about what life was meant to be if uh. only I drank more. <laughs> But, of course, by not drinking more, you don't get to give it up and therefore get the treats. That's what I mean. I have no idea. I have no idea what... Your wife does not need to scratch your tummy. No. <laughs> I just get cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, check you up with this week's news. Who said, let them eat cake? Tell me. Well, I want to be careful here because I'm angry. <laughs> I, am, I am so angry. Uh, I, have, I, have, I have quietly sat on the sideline of this same-sex marriage debate the entire time, mostly uh, because I felt everybody was saying everything that needed to be said. And now that we have finally heard out loud what we always knew Australia was going to say, uh, which was, of course, yes, uh, then uh, we now return back to the discriminatory arguments of people that you had no idea were complete dicks. When did <laughs> bakers become dicks? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, can I stop? Because... There's a lot of talk about this baker that won't bake cakes. People say they've met him. People say they've seen this baker. I've, I think he's more like the Loch Ness Monster. I need, <laughs> I need this baker yeah. to come forward. Yeah. 
I want. I need one a show. Baker. We don't want yeah. him. To, we don't want him to come out. He's like Just come forward. He's like the Sasquatch. Where is he? It's like people go. Oh yeah, there's this baker that won't bake cakes for gay couples. Like, I haven't. Uh-huh. I can't. Where okay, is but this, he? Is, this is the idea that so there's some conservatives in the parliament say, okay, okay, you voted yes, but we need to build in provisions so that if you're uh, okay, not even a, a religious minister, of course, but even if you're just a baker and you don't want to take part so in can it, can we make it something else besides yeah. the baker? Yeah, what about some? I'm can... tired of the baker because yeah, he hasn't come forward. But it's not He's just had a one. Long this time was, this to was, come forward, this was and he a hasn't. Reflection of exactly what happened in America when we legalized gay marriage at the national level. It was the bakers. It was all the <laughs> cake people. Suddenly, it was this sin-based pastry <laughs> that no one was going to be a part of. Like, they, like, I just can't imagine that we have enough time in the world. If we only assume the Christian faith, I do not think that Christians in retail business have enough time to go through every sin that they claim that they will not support before they sell you a cup of coffee or a cake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kitty. Uh, Kitty, someone else has given another example. If you want another example, Corey Bernardi offered another example. He said that Christian... Sausage rolls? <laughs> oh, he said that Christian rock bands should be protected from the need to play at gay weddings. Christian rock bands shouldn't be allowed to play at no. any wedding. So. No. Or, or so anywhere. I'll, so I'll back that one. Yeah. Well, are you saying they should be able to play just in general? So just, <laughs> just, yeah, just at all. Just <laughs> band at all. I mean, I don't understand. How can religious freedom be so fragile that it can be destroyed by marzipan? I don't really understand. <laughs> it's, it's quite really... And also just that it's all about the wedding cake, isn't it? You can't... They don't... Theoretically, the baker, the famous baker, doesn't want to make a wedding cake. But you could still go in and say, can I have 100 muffins with rainbow icing, please, with the word gay written on it? Is it for a wedding? No. (laughs) Oh, they'd be up to you. Well, they can't do anything about it. Even if they changed the rule, he couldn't do anything. You could gay it right up as long as it wasn't for a wedding. It'd be fantastic. It'd be the gayest cakes you'd ever seen being made. Say, well, you lie at your birthday and you say your friend Brad is having a birthday on the same day. So you're having a birthday together and that's why it says... Brad and Fred. No, but you just, no, you wouldn't ever, you just, you know, don't even do it for a wedding. Just keep going to the baker and just making him make really gay cakes <laughs> every day. Because that's what they say, it's about exposure. That's, that's like right. if we could just expose them to the gay cakes. That's right. well, what, is what is a gay cake? What is it? What's rainbow fruit? icing? It's got gay written on it. That's what it is. Cupcakes, by the way, is the answer to your question. Yeah. Cupcakes are the gayest of the cakes. <laughs> that's right. They've always been gay. I've always assumed that most bakers actually were gay because most cakes, when you look at it, are fruity and fun and delightful. It is a totally gay pastry. If they were pie people getting cranky, I'm not going to make pies. I might at least understand. That's right. Cake, cupcakes, and sprinkles, and funny silver balls. And what about others? I don't want if they don't like other things. What about if they don't like? The latest Batman movie. They're going to not make a Batman cake. Yeah. You know, what, Eclairs <laughs> are phallic to begin with. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. But but let's stop let's stop having a go at the bakers because I haven't met this baker yeah. yet. Yeah. Once he comes forward, I'm yeah. willing to listen to him yeah. until that baker presents himself. <laughs> but the entire but what I'm getting mad at is I mean the baker is stands at the as the apocryphal uh, bad guy. But again, I've just come back <laughs> to the point that I just cannot believe that Christians only focus on gay. I have never, ever once heard anybody say, oh, uh, can I order a cup of coffee? Well, uh, hold on. I believe I saw in the paper you're an adulterer. That is against one of mine. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, I noticed you looking uh, longingly at your neighbor's ass. Uh, no coffee. He for means you. donkey, by the way. Coveting. Exactly what I mean. It's an I'm American thing. The Ten Commandments. Let's work ourselves right down the Ten Commandments. <laughs> makes me cranky. The point is, it makes me cranky. Another question from this week's news. Uh, which McMinister made a very, very strange announcement? Oh. Uh, I think that was uh, Stupid McStupid Face. Yes, that's him. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Explain the story, please. I can't. 
So, <laughs> what's his name? Andrew, Andrew Constance. So they had a competition to name a fairy, and he named it Fairy Fairy Face, which, as everyone knows, was funny about eight years ago for about two minutes yeah. with the Bodie McBodie Face yeah. thing, at which everyone went, ha ha. Anyway, let's not do that. Stupid. So, how out of touch is this guy? I mean, I, the only thing I can think of that maybe because it's part of the Sydney Transport Network is that we've got to name it after a joke. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> like, so, and but that's just a poor joke because it's old. It's such an old joke. Like, come on, man! It's a reheated old British joke. Like, you know, I think I first saw it in like an episode of Blackadder. That's how old it is. It's not from the. It was. It was. It was Mad Jack McMad, winner of last year's Mad Men of the Year award. It's, it's, it goes back. It's just. It's always been. And then using you know, reheated British jokes. That's our job, Sonny. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. Ours have gone. This is going to be floating around for... Oh, my God. And then it came out this week that they were going to name it after Ian Kinnan, clean yeah. up, up Australia. They rang him up and said, we're going to do you this honour. Is that all right? And he said, oh, yeah, I'd be very honoured, of course. And then they ring him up later and say, actually, we've changed our mind. Oh, fine. He's probably thinking, oh, well, you know, you probably thought to name it after Maria Bashir. <laughs> Perfectly understand. Uh-huh. Marvellous woman. So, no, Ferry McFerryface. <laughs> I did hear that um, Ian Mc... Um, uh, in Kieran's, uh, Ian McKieran <laughs> is changing his name by default <laughs> to uh, Ferry McFerryface, and then everyone's happy. Then so that'd be, that'd be fine. <laughs> it's a very bad. They're going to change it, aren't they? They're going to have to. No, I don't. they can't stick no, it. I think the minister thinks it's. Listen, hilarious. you hear the groan when you said it. I mean, that's just mm. multiply that by the entire state. He says it's one for the kids. Oh, what an God. idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> um, sorry. There's a lot uh, of kids. As on an ABC kids. announcer, I want to say, what an idiot. But perhaps on the other side, not an idiot. <laughs> balanced, balanced. Some people would say that he's an idiot, Richard. Some people would say he's an idiot. Uh, last question from this week's news. Whose cup runneth over and whose cup has run dry? Uh, I'll have to say this is the... Uh, thank God the soccerers have made the World Cup. This is, I'm a soccer fan. It's even paining me to call it soccer, but I will. But uh, uh, we've made the World Cup. This is our one minute of the year to shine, as you know, Tommy. I know. And you don't care about us. No one cares about us. But finally, we've done something that everyone got slightly excited about for a minute. Um, you mean us, the, the football, football supporters? The football yeah. fans. And now uh, we had it. It's already kind of over. You've all forgotten yeah, yeah. about us. Yeah, there's about three of us. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that was great for us. But the Italians missed out, which is a bigger story because it, the Italians are mental for football and they haven't not qualified 58 years since they missed out. They will be going. And it's hard for us to understand because if, if we hadn't qualified, everyone would be like, yeah, oh, it's a bit of a shame. But them not... The only thing I can think, if you think in Australia, the equivalent would be if Australia one day woke up and we found out all public ha- uh, holidays have been cancelled. Hmm. That's how they'd be feeling over yeah, there. Right. Just imagine how distraught we'd be if we found that out, that, that we'd, we would lose our minds. I feel like everyone just heard you say soccer and then just heard bleh, 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 It's very true. That's already, it's two days ago, it's over. If I said this on Wednesday, somebody might have listened. But... But also, uh, people should realise that the history of this thing, that they broke our hearts for years on years, and then the last four they've got through. Yeah, you know, after a oh, very yeah, no, tough but, time when they got so close so many that's times. Right. No, it's a fantastic story for all three of us, three of us in the room, <laughs> that really enjoy it. It's great. Look, I, I'm, I, I disagree. I'm number four. I, I'm very excited by the idea. Uh, what I love the most about Australia is that you just love to go to stuff. Yeah. I just think that's great. You know, you know full well that you are going to not get out of the pools yeah. Yeah, yeah. at the World yeah, Cup, yeah. but you just want to go. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's great. You're so excited about going. You're going to take all of your excitement now. We made it. We get to go to the party. What happens when you get there? We'll probably have to do the cleaning up. <laughs> but we no, get to that's, go. That's not true. Australians always leave 10 minutes before it ends so they can get out of the car park before anyone else. 
<laughs> We're going to bring a bunch of forex and leave with the Heineken. <laughs> Do you like the game itself, though, Tommy? Do you see the, the, the great... Admittedly, not a lot of goals are scored, but still the great athletic No, I, I don't understand it at all. Uh, and I know what I really most mostly, and this is an old joke, technically reheated, but uh, by Suck golly, no, I was watching. Oh. I was I was doing a show down at uh, Oatley, yeah. uh, so you know I had a lot of time to pay attention to the soccer on the TV. <laughs> if you understand, <laughs> comedy works. And uh, all I, every time I looked up, there was somebody like almost dead. I just couldn't believe it. Like they were like you could like high five. You high five a guy because he made a great pass, and then and his arm is broken, and he falls to the ground. <laughs> like every time two men touched, they fell over in horrible, terrible uh, pain. But it is a rehash joke, to, and I don't. To be fair. But, we, well, that's but they like, kept doing it. I don't know if you. Hunt Doris has made a biscuit crumb. <laughs> But they were it's all, all over it. It's all part of the rich tapestry of the yeah. game, Tommy. Our I mean, team, our team if, is. If, if you break down any sport, you're going to find some pretty. I mean, you're like an AFL fan, so it's obviously pretty clear you understand stupidity on the field. You know what I mean? None of them make sense when you break it down. It's just all the passion of the people who get into it. Hondurans are mad for it. They, they'll do anything to qualify. All sports stupid when you look at it like that. Doesn't no, I'm just any saying. Sense I'm saying they thought they'd be a little tougher. That's all we're getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they roll around a lot. But to be fair, the grass was very nice, so I understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love very that. Soft. Perfectly spongy, mown, ten meter pitch stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, right. I'd be down nice. there rolling around too. <laughs> yeah, I saw right. the Honduras field. That Honduras pitch was a mess. <laughs> yeah. So they oh, would be very God. excited <laughs> to touch good grass. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. We have Sally Valentine, Tommy Dean, Kitty Flanagan. We have our lovely audience, most of whom are from. Yeah, you're only allowed to call it Wagga if you've lived there for more than 30 years. Have you all lived there more than 30 years? Oh, well, that's fine. They can call it Wagga. Valentine, Tommy Dean and Kitty Flanagan. Kitty Flanagan's bringing her show, actually, to Sydney, the Roslyn Packer Theatre, February 11 to 25. So, yeah, go along and see that. And she's also touring in uh, other parts of the country, if you're listening in to the podcast. Now, Australia has singled its uh, willingness, of course, to embrace change with the same-sex marriage a survey this week. What other features of our society would you like to see subject to a postal vote? And in each case, would you be voting yes or no? Kitty Flanagan. Uh, well, I'd like a vote on whether all Australian policy should be determined by a postal vote <laughs> in future. Uh, and my answer well, would be yes. What are you yes. voting? Yeah, what are you voting? <laughs> yeah. uh, because then I would be creating jobs. We'd need more people working at Australia Post and we wouldn't need any politicians. So I think it's win-win. <laughs> um, I would start by introducing a law, or at least I'd be putting it to the people, you people, uh, whether... Well, only people from Wagga are allowed to vote. <laughs> I just... I, I, I need to be able to introduce a fine, an on-the-spot fine, for people who drag their chairs in cafes, all right? Just lift your chair, people. Just lift your chair. And if you drag your chair, that's 10 bucks added to your bill right there. On the way out, 10 bucks. On the way back in, that's 10 bucks right there. It's just going to be added to your bill. And while I'm in the cafe, I want another postal vote on whether you should have to put your phone down when you conduct an exchange with the person behind the counter. It's just rude. Standing there on your phone, I'm just angry. There's nothing funny about it, Richard. I'm just angry. So if that's it, when I, people... I just want behaviour in cafes fixed by a postal vote. <laughs> when people from Wagga, I mean, help me here, when people from Wagga get the postal vote, mm. uh, do they have to say yes, yes or no, no? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> I, uh, yes, yes. I think they should say yes, yes. <clears throat> no, no, no. What else do you want to uh, subject to a postal vote? <clears throat> 
<coughs> Pardon me. I, I, uh, man, I, I don't know what shouldn't be. I agree with Kitty. I love the post office. I love the postal service. I love mailboxes. I love the fact that we all have mailboxes, and I don't think we use them enough. Do uh, you love the surprise that you get at Australia Post now? They sell everything. Everything. It's just, mm, I need, and you think of something random, you go, you know where I'll go? I'm going to go to the post office. Yeah. I need a cake for a gay wedding. I'm going to go to the post office. <laughs> They're sure to have one. But it's, like, even... it's like the $2 shop, but 10 times more expensive. <laughs> yeah. But it's even cooler because you, it's like you never see that stuff anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never true. been in the post office and went, oh, you know, that's the same thing I saw at another big shop. Yeah. It's only like, oh. I, 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 went, I, I, went to, I, I went to our post, box, a post office the other day and they have for sale um, little models of Australian outdoor dunnies that you can use to put your pens in. Mm. Now, so where else is that available? Yeah. I, I you, go to, well, you go to Officeworks and say, excuse me, have you got some dunnies that I can put a pen in? They'll, <laughs> they'll say no. Yeah. Go and see Australia Post. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know they will they've say that second part. They've cornered the market. Yeah. <laughs> in dunnies into which you can put your pens. I would like, because uh, you've never done this. This is an American system, uh, but I was always quite fond of it. Uh, I would like to have a postal vote. Uh, for the people, in which uh, the proposition is that the postman will now pick up outgoing post from your mailbox. Oh, yeah. No more I'm, seeking I'm out the yes. big red box. Yeah, I'm voting yes. The red flag. Put the red flag up. Little oh, signal to the yeah. man. I've got some mail for you. Such we'll a good idea. It's, it's is, like not wasting a yeah. move. Is that, They're is, there anyway. Is that how it actually works in America? That's how it yeah. works. If I want to post something, I put it in my mailbox, and I put the flag up that signals to the mailman, please take my oh. outgoing mail. Oh. And while you're there, if you have anything for me, please leave it. Oh, God save America. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Like, they come every day anyway. You want to lose the flag. Just check. Just check the thing. This is brilliant, Tommy. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. But the flag is nice because it gives it you, is, you, it you know, a little bit of impetus. A little bit nautical as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what are you going to uh, postal vote on? Uh, uh, teeth whitening. Uh, I'm a No. I'm not happy with it. No, um, just you know, You're right. I think just if if you drink coffee, you should be punished and wear the stained <laughs> just teeth. I just don't want. Right? I just don't think it's fair that some people get teeth whitening and that it looks too. Many people to go too far. They're too white. I don't like the whole concept. So let's have a vote on that. Do, do you think it also, I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm going no. Do you think it makes people who don't whiten their teeth look bad by comparison? I don't know. I just don't like it. It's a kind of arms. I just don't like it. And I'm just going no. I'm sticking with my guns. All right. You're like me. You're just doing angry things. Yeah, that's right. Isn't it? <laughs> right. There could even be cakes involved. Now, um, Tommy was being really helpful. We're just being angry. We shouldn't be in power. I want to post a vote on whether or not if you, you can have more than two goes at a parallel park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. If you fail on the second that's one, very good. get going. Yeah, that's good. If there's people yeah. behind you waiting. Yeah, yeah you go. Behind you waiting. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just stick to one. Yeah. If there's people behind you waiting. Well, you two, because you can miss the S on the first one. The first S is, I can understand. Yeah. Ooh, didn't quite get the snake right. Now I see it. Now I'm in. <laughs> yeah, two yeah. Is yeah but if you divide this, it'll be like the Republic all over again. You'll have a divided model and you won't get anything through. Yeah, and no, the, we'll the, get the parallel parkers um, will be going for the, you know. Everyone's going to come. And it's going to be really whiting. easy to make your vote because the postman will just come and pick it up. <laughs> yeah, from, you don't even have to go and post it all the time. Baby names. Oh, I want to list the baby names that we have a vote on ones that just shouldn't be allowed. Like Bacardi shouldn't be allowed. You can't do that, you know. Nevaeh, you know, if you heard this one, heaven backwards, that should be out. Just out. <laughs> just gone. Let's have a vote on You're it. making that up. No, it's, just, no, it's, it's, it's quite popular. It's heaven, heaven backwards. Heaven backwards, Nevaeh. Yeah, that's become a bit of a thing. So I reckon we have a vote on that one. And twins called Benson and Hedges. No, you can't do it. <laughs> I do see the irony that I'm saying this and I go by the name Subby. I do, I'm aware, and I'm sitting next to Kitty. So I'm aware of that. <laughs> but they're the things I don't like. Um, neck tattoos, I'm a no. I'm a no on neck tattoos. But consequent, but conversely, face tattoos, I'm a yes. You're a yes? Well, God, if anything's going to help me to know who to avoid, I'm all for it. 
know what I mean? You see your face tattoo from 20, I'm out of there. So if you, I don't want them banned because it's What's the next a... tattoo they could cover up with their collar? Yeah, I don't know. I just, don't, I, just want to, I just want to have the nice yes-no thing on the tattoo thing, that's all. But I definitely <laughs> don't like tattoos. Uh, the other I, one... I would just vote no on all tattoos. And it's, not, it's nothing to do with people, like... It's just because it really confuses me. Like, and it, I will annoy you if you've got a tattoo because I just I need to know how you have that much confidence that you can pick something that you will wear for the rest of your life. I can't even pick something I'm happy for the whole day in, and yet you're <laughs> picking something that you're going to have. Like, and when you think back, like I just heard Christine then singing about or talking about what they ate, and I thought, yeah, it reminded me of when I was young, and I thought oh, I might get a dolphin tattoo. If I had that now, it would have turned into a dugong. That's what I would have now on my arm, a big fat dugong. It wouldn't be pretty. Just, so just no to tattoos. I reckon we should have a vote on those bikes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know everyone here obviously is going to say no because we're old. But I remember there's young people who would probably ride into them. I don't know who's riding those stupid things, but there's people. Well, no out one there. is. They're just abandoning. Well, them. I don't know. There's, there must be. They keep more companies keep doing it. Yeah, but no, no one's ever seen anyone on one. I saw one today. It's my first one, but I don't understand how it. But well, there's with another a rider. Company. Yeah, with it. a rider. Oh, I've never seen one. With yeah, a rider. I know. It was crazy. It was crazy. But there's more. Anyway, that'd be a good vote to have. That'd be very interesting because yeah. we could all find out what the hell is going on and why after the two piles of abandoned bikes, a new company. There's another one now. It's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's They're it. breeding. Yeah. But the last one is, and this is very important to me, uh, we should have a vote. Are thongs acceptable at all times anywhere in Australia? Oh, yeah. And no. I say yes. No, I'm yes. No. And I, at any time, depends. this is a straight... No, I'm yes. I'm telling you, I'm it yes. Depend, oh, no. It doesn't matter anything, Richard. It's yes. It depends on the colour. If it's a formal occasion, they have to be black. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. Because this whole pretending is a British traditions, you can wear... Th- it doesn't... If a brain surgeon's working on me, it's, his footwear doesn't indicate how well he's doing his job on my brain. So I'm all for thongs. I want more thongs. I want, in fact, I want a gay wedding... That's all in thongs. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about footwear. I want everything just thong and hashtag thong wedding. So that's what I want to get in there. Hashtag Is it thong? I'm voting yes now. Yeah, yeah. You've yes. changed my mind. Yes. We're all voting yes. On Thank God It's Friday. It's Sally, Tommy, Kitty and our wonderful audience. Thank you for coming. We have now the Wheel of Death. Uh, when our audience came here from... Wagga. Uh, they threw these random topics onto the chocolate wheel. Today's topics are bun, dog, rockers, drinks, marriage, insomnia, coffee, butter, Milo, hipsters, retirement, dying. Gee, the mood changed at that point. <laughs> uh, cat. And we're back to tomatoes. Which fill you full of fear? Tommy Dean. I'm not really fond of hipsters. I don't, uh, I don't think I've studied them enough in the wild. <laughs> uh, come, over to my, come over to my yeah. place. Well, I see him on, you know, I, I, I follow him. You're, oh. you're a hipster. Oh, it's appalling. Yeah, you're banjo building it's, crazy it's man. out of control. Yeah, it is. He's making his own cheese. He's making his own banjos. Yeah. I come home, it's like a scene from Deliverance. It's <laughs> <laughs> just appalling. I don't remember the I don't cheese remember the in cheese Deliverance. <laughs> what? Well, there an extended director's, the director's cut. cut. <laughs> have, have some brie and then we'll talk. Okay, well, let's spin the wheel. What will come up for like Mr. Thomas Dean? Uh, today's topic is, I'm afraid, hipsters. <laughs> oh, come on! If not, you stack the deck. I did not. There you go, hipsters. No. Hipsters is your topic. Okay, well, let me just tell you why. Who, who, who thought up hipsters? I should. Who know. didn't think up? Thank hipsters. you very much. Very good topic. They should be mocked. <laughs> Well, I, it's here's my problem. 
with the whole hipster movement is I, uh, for all my claims of Arizona, I mean, you know, I mostly claim Arizona is my hometown, uh, but that technically doesn't start until I'm 12 years old. Uh, my childhood is lived on the eastern shore of Maryland on the Pennsylvania border, uh, basically neighbors with the Amish, uh, or as you say, Amish, which is not how you say it. <laughs> It's Amish, so we're clear. It's Amish, Amish town, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And uh, they, as far as I can tell, and to this day, are the original hipsters. They do everything the hipsters want to do. They got the big beard. uh, They got the bespoke clothes. Um, The only thing the Amish don't have that the hipsters have seemed to have crossed over into is is the crass commercialism. (laughs) Like when you go to Lancaster, you could get an avocado... Uh, for like a dollar. But the hipsters have made it $15. I don't know how they <laughs> added $14 to what is in essence bread and an avocado. Do the Amish smash it though? Well, they get their neighbors to come around. <laughs> they do everything as a community. So you wouldn't do it on your own because that would not be in glory to God. So you would bring all of your friends together and you would take turns with your various wooden implements smashing <laughs> the avocado. <laughs> But you wouldn't just start with the avocado. That's the thing. You would get all your friends together. The first thing you would do is you would build a house to have the breakfast in. So you would all have a barn raising ceremony. You'd raise the barn, and then you would bring all the people together afterwards after the barn was raised, and the livestock would come in, and they would go into, uh, they would use the livestock to make uh, the various drinks that you'd be having with the avocado and toast. Uh, a couple of the cows would be spent to making the millstone turn so that you could grind the wheat that you had grown as a group so that you could make the bread, which you would then toast over an open fire uh, that was consumed by the trees that you also planted as a community and then harvested and brought in. And, and none of this you would do to perfection. You would always, every piece of smashed avocado has the tiniest little bit of avocado skin left in it. I just because want to say we say avocado. <laughs> not because avocado. it's how you say it. No, no, ava, Amish, ava. It's <laughs> pronunciation holes. Yeah. The point is, <laughs> my problem with the hipsters is they're too individual. There's too much of an argument of individualism. I don't see the sense of community. I want to see them all get together as a group and take their bespoke values and go to some farmland slightly out of the way of us. <laughs> where we can visit them on occasion <laughs> and take pictures of them in their covered wagons and then go home. That would be safer for us. Uh, when, they're, when they're making the barn, does Kelly McGillis come to serve the drinks as she doesn't witness? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. Because that was the point that I wanted to become Amish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we, they, they don't like it. Uh, they like ice cream. They're very good ice cream makers. Mm. Amish ice cream is amazing because they make it you know, themselves uh, from pure cow milk and uh, a variety of other Amishnesses. Um, <laughs> I like I like their dedicated. Dedic- I like the whole idea. The whole idea. I mean, there's a, there are some dark sides to the Amish lifestyle. Uh, granted, um, like I actually find it amazing that they get all of their friends to come over to help them build the barn, uh, but they don't text. <laughs> so I don't how- know how they do that. Could, could I could I a theory? Yeah. You know, Rumspringer. Maybe that's like what hipsters are. They're just the Amish on holiday for a year. What's a Rums? 
Rumspringa is when the Amish go off for a year and they can do whatever they want. They can use technology and drink oh, and really? get wasted and they get a year to do it and then they get to decide whether they're coming back or not. So maybe that's what hipsters are. So it's basically... They're just the Amish on Rumspringa. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's basically schoolies, is it? <laughs> it is, but for a year. Wow. Amish. Year-long schoolies. Amish schoolies. That's good. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> And I think now, to bring it all back around, we should have a postal vote on whether hipsters... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Does he die? Should be allowed. Does he live? To exist as individuals. Yeah. Oh, thank God it's Friday. Now, a study out this week has discovered that women are much, much happier to be single, not in a relationship, compared to men. 61% of single women feel fantastic about their relationship status. They're keen not to change it compared to 49% of men, most of whom are just dying to get back into a relationship. When, why, do, uh, why do men need to be in a relationship while women don't? Kitty Flanagan. Interesting you come to me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, okay, so 61% of single women say they don't want to change their status. All right, 61% of single women are just liars then. <laughs> Otherwise, internet dating wouldn't exist. Uh, the other thing I think... It's important to know how this survey was taken because if it was by phone and you were just ringing a woman on her own, she'd just be so thrilled to talk to you <laughs> when you rang and say, we're doing a survey. Great, are you? Well, let's chat. Let's talk about it. What do you want to talk about? Oh, my God, I'm so happy you rang. Um, so I think maybe the stats aren't quite there, but then it could also be to do with it's all about how you look at things, isn't it? And I always thought men were more positive, but maybe they're not. Like maybe women are more positive. Like there's, there's always a... a, a an up and a downside. Like when I think about living alone, I think, oh, the good thing is, you know, I don't have to take the garbage out. The bad thing is my house smells like rubbish. <laughs> you know, the good thing is I can wax my moustache anytime I want. The bad thing is I have a moustache. So it's just, I don't know, maybe women are just finding the positives and the men are finding the negatives. But if, if you I'm had saying. a bloke, you'd get the bloke to put out the rubbish. Oh, well, I, I don't think I would do that. I just like living in rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than be all, you know, yeah. like, oh, the man has to take out the rubbish, I'd just, like, yeah. live in rubbish. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. So, so Rather why, than be sexist. Why, why, are men so, why are men so needy? Well, first of all, I'm a bit concerned that you're betraying the brotherhood here, yeah. even by bringing this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because basically what you're telling women is who are in relationships, get out! <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to have a better life. By the end of this show, there's going to be women all over this state of just... I, I reckon I doubt my wife will be there when I get home. Like, <laughs> she hears this. That, you know, how many? They're happy? What? Yeah. I'm out. I'm joining so, them. Because, uh, you know, I'm bringing nothing. So, you know, like, so that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not good for me. Apparently you or, take the rubbish out. Yeah, that seems that's, to be a man's greatest. Well, it is, it is actually the main of the women folk of Wagga who are here today. So those men folk who are sitting at home in Wagga listening to the radio, mate, they're not coming back. <laughs> no. That's right. They're madly vacuuming and cleaning up, trying to, make, trying to make themselves more worthwhile. I do put the rubbish out. That's my main job. The rubbish and the compost. Yeah, but when you put Why it out. Why is rubbish a man's job? I don't it's, know. It's, it's not, it's not a, it, it, we, we really like it. It's, really a, like it's it. the main focus yeah. of the week. <laughs> I spend a lot of time. Yeah. I, I spend recycling. A lot of, I, take, oh, yeah. I, I might do two trips to the recycling. It's fantastic. <laughs> and also you get to hide all the wine bottles that way as well. It's heaps. You just yeah. take, keep taking them out. I just spend a lot of time lying in bed just dreaming of what day it's coming, how, how I can, how I can uh, you know, man, manage to get most of it done. If, if, if I time it properly, I can put some into the neighbour's bin. It's really, it's, it's a full 
the excitement of that once a year when you forget and you've got to get up at 4am and yeah, run out and put yeah. the bins out. That's, that's what a treat that The old pyjama run. Oh, that's it. Oh. Oh, there's but it's, like, it's like a calendar. It's like, you know, I know this that... This is why um, women are single because this is the discussion <laughs> that goes on with a man, how much they love taking out oh, love the rubbish. I like, I like contemplating the various sizes of rubbish bags, the different <laughs> rubbish containers I have throughout the house. Yes. I've got the medium wave tie for the kitchen, and I've got the small you know, step-on bin for the, for the toilets. Yeah. And then I've got the big one out the back that I keep for the, the extra, you know, the, the rubbish you're not supposed to put in the rubbish, but you put it under the rubbish. You know, I like the... I've got a bit of an Amish thing. Is, it, is that what I say? Yeah. Amish? Yeah. Thing going on where I've started lining my bin with a newspaper. Gee, you're a hipster. Get rid of the plastic. Yeah. That's very hipster. Yeah. He'll come in next week. He'll have a banjo and a beard. He was. <laughs> he's hipster. long gone. The other thing is this is a little bit of a confusing question, obviously, on the back of the same-sex marriage thing because that blows the whole thing out of the water as well. What happens then mm-hmm. with lesbians? Are they happier yeah, yeah, or yeah. unhappy? Yeah, that's, that's all, it all comes very confusing. I don't know, I don't know who's, yeah. who's this, this survey was done on Tuesday, so it was yes. pre it's the survey. Reeks of Abbott. But, um, you know, so, I, I'm just confused by the whole thing now. Well, I don't why know. are men so needy, Tommy? Look, I don't think it's, I, I think we just need, uh, we need direction. I think that by ourselves, we are directionless. Um, <laughs> left to my own devices, I will literally do nothing. <laughs> well, um, except for the rubbish, because no, so no, To be fair, I probably would. If it was just me, I don't love rubbish in and of itself. I love rubbish because it's a thing that gets done that I can... Like, I don't just take the rubbish out and get it done with. I make a point of it. I take the rubbish out just after dinner when my wife is still at the table, and I can hold it up like a trophy sack. Yeah. I'll just be taking this out. Yeah. It's what I do. Yeah. Just before I make my decision on whether I like being single or not, can I... Find out, is there anything else that a man does besides take out the rubbish? Yeah, yeah. Mow the lawn. We 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 take a lot of pleasure in packing a boot. (laughs) Just getting, you know, the the two boogie boards. That's not a euphemism, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's just packing a boot. And and the fact that you can get in an esky, two bags, the boogie boards, and also... that's Mm. And you can... You know, we do it better than anyone else. Yeah. And it's uh, this is uh, not not wouldn't apply to everyone, but you're about the same height as my wife, so I imagine you've got some things on the tall shelf you need me to get down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would like that if I didn't have a step stool. <laughs> Crazy talk. Well, you you got to go Tommy, get the step stool. You got to yeah. risk the balance, yeah, exactly, the overcorrection, yeah. and yeah. what if you get in the big dish? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. Once I invent a step stool that takes out the rubbish, <laughs> <laughs> marriage will disappear. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday on ABC Local Radio. And Something... for some reason, I don't know what it, I wanted to ask yeah. Kitty, but I don't yeah. know what it is. Women seem to always know where your pants are. That's the other thing. <laughs> very helpful. Yeah, that's very helpful. So we provide <laughs> we provide step stool <laughs> services, rubbish. Yeah. But we need say, we need. And when you say pants, pant- is this the eyes. American yeah. pants need, or the Australian pants? We need you're trousers, GPS. Trousers, okay. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm about to take the trash out. Look at me, honey. I'm taking the trash out. Will you get your pants on the back? So you're saying that in the great sort of majesty of, of womanhood <laughs> that they are just pant GPSs? No, I'm just saying... That's I the mean, only thing they have to offer. No, not the only thing. <laughs> we just have a woman look, not a man look. Yeah. Isn't that hmm. what it is? Yeah. 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 Womanised. Uh, no, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting into wrong <laughs> You're a womaniser. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the winners and losers of this week? Sally Valentine. Oh, I never go personal on the winners of the week, but this week I'm going to have to. Uh, a friend of mine called Adam Wells uh, had a double lung transplant wow. uh, three weeks ago, and uh, this week he's been uh, following him on Facebook. He's out and about having coffee and stuff, and 
he's just kicking ass. Yeah. And he was, he had a, you know, was, he was doing it really tough. And now he's 20 fags a day. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. He's right back. No, he doesn't. He, he vapes. But anyway, that's, uh, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> He's the winner. Uh, good on you, Adam. And, 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 and people who give organs are the winner. And people give they? organs, yeah. unbelievable. And and also the thing, just very quickly, it's um, it's a lot harder to tick. I'm the not box sure now. you can give your lungs, can you? Don't you have to be dead? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No. But oh, right. sign you were the saying form. Like, yeah, yeah, but the sign the form. People give their lungs. Like I'll just give you one. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not like a one that. kidney. It's not like a kidney. No. But we're not going to put the heart. It's not. It's more. You got to go in. It's a lot harder to sign the form now because I did it on the back of him because I think I really should sign up. But it's not as easy it used to be. It's not like just ticking the license. You got to put a bit of an effort in. So that's my little thing. Put an effort in, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and my loser the day. Are you sure it. people want your organs? So? Well, I don't know about mine, but um, yeah, why not? What are you talking about? Yeah, his take the rubbish out. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Fit as. Fit as, mate. I've done that test thing with um skin. You know, oh, yeah. that yeah. you and Will did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pff- I'm right up there. Yeah. No worries. But I like it all coming together, like fast forward, you know, 10 years time, 20, 20, 30, 40, 50 years time, 50 years time. Yeah. And there's a, you know, you're having your organs harvested by a guy in thongs. Perfect. <laughs> it's everything you wanted. Exactly. It's what some people would have wanted. Exactly right. That's exactly what I want. The loser is the Daily Telegraph for that appalling headline appalling. that they had um, on, the, on the back of the same sex. Okay. Yeah, this is a sort of had an image of. Uh... It just had Ted Bundy sitting on the lounge from an, a really old TV show anyway, so most people wouldn't know what it was. And it, I can't remember what the headline was, but it was just a... We can movie. all now no, enjoy all. the yeah, horrors of marriage, just, basically. Just, you know, and then on the back, very cleverly, after the Socceroos had won, it had yes in great big letters on the back page, we've made it to the World Cup. Like, come on, really, Telegraph? Because I always thought it was a great paper. But, um, <laughs> but it, I've turned. I've turned on them. have lost the reader. <laughs> <laughs> lost a reader. That's right. Is this what you're using to line the bin? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I buy it specifically to line the bin. That's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, is there anything about a newspaper that you want? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, winners and losers, Kitty Flanagan. Oh, um, the loser of the week, I didn't actually have one until um, the man <laughs> in the Black Mazda 2, whose number plate started JMC, unfortunately I didn't get the rest of it, wouldn't <laughs> let me in. Down at the, I just, I made a mistake. I, I don't usually drive in the city. I was on my way here. I'd made a mistake. I wasn't in the right turning lane and I needed to get into it. And I wound down my window. I explained all that. We had a lot of time at the red light. I said, hi, I'm really sorry. I know this looks bad, but I don't usually drive in the city and I've made a mistake and I just need to get around the corner. And he said, nah. <gasps> and I said, oh, come on, please let me in. And, I mean, obviously he's an angry man because he was a big man he was in a tiny Mazda too. <laughs> Sucked in. Get a bigger car. But that's not my fault and I didn't point that out. Not at first. <laughs> So I'd just like to say he's my loser of the week. And just let people in. It would have taken a second. It wouldn't have cost him any time in his day. Just let me in. Would have been a nice gesture. I'd have arrived here and I'd have called him winner of the week. But no. <laughs> now, yes. man in Black Master 2, who was also a bit bold. Um, <laughs> and he has nothing wrong with bold, but bit bold. Mm, just come on. <laughs> make, make your choice. Uh, yeah, JMC something, something, something. I don't like yeah, you. Loser, loser, loser. Is there a winner at all? No. No, I was too you, focused on no, my, you, my you, Sorry, you for calling him out, I think. Uh, winners and losers. Tommy Jane. My big winner this week, uh, I don't think they're technically a company, so I don't feel bad naming them, but uh, last weekend I had the pleasure of uh, missing the show uh, to work for the Macquarie Cotton Growers Association. I was quite uh, surprised to discover that every cotton grower in the Macquarie region listens to this show. Yep. So they are the most delightful people that you could ever try to do a show for, but they were too drunk to actually do a show for. <laughs> so I would just like to say I loved trying. I loved meeting you on the sober side. 
And, uh, and I know that there's a pro- we talked today about how good wool is going. And just remember that cotton is vegetarian wool. <laughs> <laughs> Please hang. Sophie Valentine, Tommy Dean, and Kitty Flanagan. Thanks for being part of Thank God It's Friday. Next week there is cricket, but December 1, TJF will be back with Colin Buchanan, Wendy Harmer and Tommy Dean. Music that time is from the cast of High Fidelity. I'm Richard Glover. Until next time, Thank God It's Friday! (laughs) 